Hello and welcome back to the Rambling Hippie Podcast. This is your host, Lady, and I'm so thankful that you're here. If you have kept up with this thus far and listened to the first three episodes, I just want to extend even further gratitude. We got a big response from the last episode where I interviewed Madison Moeller on church trauma, narcissism, and healing with cannabis. And just to let you know, episode five will be a light follow-up to that interview. So if you enjoyed episode three, you definitely want to tune in for the next episode. So today we are recording episode four over unschooling. I get questions about unschooling all the time. It is what I do with my soon-to-be eight-year-old son and what I intend to do with my almost two-year-old daughter. And it is a more radical version of homeschooling that just involves a lot of destructuring and child-led learning. And I get questions from moms in Facebook groups and on my Instagram about what it is that we do. So in this episode, I want to answer those questions. I've actually been trying to record this podcast for a week and a half now. You ever set your intention to do something really positive and then it just seems like kink after kink keeps getting thrown in your plan? Well, that's what's been going on with this. And today I was meditating and I just had this profound moment where it was like when you decide to speak a positive truth or a freeing truth, there's going to be forces that don't necessarily want you to do it. And I've decided that we're just going to do it anyway. So if I can take you back to where the seed was planted for me, um, I first learned about unschooling in 2016. I am a Googler. I am a researcher. If I have a curious thought in my head, I typically will seek out the answers for better or worse. And in 2016, I had my eight-year-old son, and then I had an almost two-year-old. And with the eight-year-old, we were having some issues in school, lack of attention. He was getting some bad grades. There was some bullying going on. And anyone who knows my oldest son knows that he is a fantastic person. He is a great kid. He's very smart. He is very respectful. He makes friends easily. He just has a really great character. So to make a long story short, things didn't really improve in the public school system. And so I was even more curious and reading about unschooling and, you know, just kind of trying to dream up ways that I could make it happen. As a single mom, my options were kind of limited because, you know, I still had to earn a living. So since 2016, I've really just been trying to figure it out. There were several years there where I was kind of struggling, for lack of a better word. I did start a business. I left the workforce in 2017 to open my store, The Vintage Lady. Um, I was selling vintage in my storefront and online, and it was just not generating enough income to support my family. Um, I also went through a breakup around the same time. And so being a single mom and trying to support two children, I just wasn't able to manage it all at that point. So fast forward to the start of the pandemic. I was freelancing. I was doing some photography and some copywriting. So as you know, the schools were shut down at the beginning of the pandemic. My oldest had actually already changed schools and was heavily invested in sports and just where he was at. So it it was a little bit too late for him. However, the benefits come in for the younger two. So my younger son, who was in preschool at the time, had to get sent home. And I was just with him for the last couple of months that he would have been in school. And I'm like, man, 
you know, aside from all of the chaos of the pandemic and what was going on in the world at that time, I felt grateful because it was kind of challenging me to figure out how I could work and make money, but also stay home and teach him so that he wouldn't have to go back to school in the fall. Now, mind you, at the time, we had no idea like what the pandemic was going to look like, how long things were going to be shaken up. So anyway, in the fall, he started homeschool through Epic Charter Schools in Oklahoma. So he had a good first semester with homeschooling. I think that it was really good for us because we we were able to dial in what our routine should look like in order for him to get his learning done, for me to get my work done, and also help him and just be able to kind of sort out what worked and what didn't. So one thing that we noticed with the, the homeschool program that he was in online is that we were jumping around to multiple websites for his learning. It wasn't very hands-on. It was interactive on the computer, but there wasn't a lot of things where I was actively involved in teaching him. It was basically him sitting in front of a computer screen for a few hours a day and going through programs. And if I wasn't sitting over his shoulder, I didn't really know what he was learning or what he wasn't learning. So around Christmas, we decided that we were going to pull the plug on traditional homeschool and we were going to go into unschooling. I think that I was finally confident enough in myself and confident enough in our schedule and our routine and my son's ability to like be a self-starter and all of those good things that we just felt like it was the best decision. We also travel and even homeschool did not allow for a lot of travel. Like he really had to be logging in every day in order to, you know, stay up with attendance and all of that good stuff. So we just knew that it was time. So we made the jump. It was a little bit scary, but the beginning of 2021, we started unschooling. So we've been at it for almost two years now and it's been good. We initially started with him just kind of what I call de-schooling. What we were really trying to move towards is less structure, more individualized learning. I wanted to give my son the freedom to pursue things that he's interested in, things that he wants to learn about, rather than saying you have to do math, reading, science, social studies, etc. in this very structured way. So the initial phase was really just deprogramming the whole idea that he needed to be working on XYZ at this certain time. So we moved into more of kind of like a self-paced way of learning. And I don't even call it schooling anymore. We say learning. We do have focused learning time in the mornings where I will give him readings or I will give him exercises to practice Um, his writing and his spelling. We also use a curriculum called Origins, and it is really centered around connection with nature and mindfulness, and we really like that. So in the mornings, we still have like this window for focused learning time. So he will do his Origins curriculum. We'll learn about healthy eating or ecology or maps. There are so many different awesome subjects that they have within that curriculum. I definitely encourage you to check it out if you're thinking about homeschooling or unschooling. So we work on that and then he will just kind of pursue whatever interests he has. Now, after he finishes up his focused learning, we kind of have free time. He will either play Minecraft or go play outside for hours on end. Then we also have travel days where I travel for work and they go with me. They get to go meet farmers, growers, and there's just like a lot of goodness in that. There's a lot of opportunities for learning. 
I noticed that my son works on his social skills. He's able to interact at a high level with adults just because he's not confined to like being in a classroom with kids his age and only communicating with seven-year-olds. You know, he's really learned how to conduct himself in different scenarios. We go from being in a business setting with me and my work and talking with owners and growers to him playing outside with his friends and there being like kind of a natural social system established within that. He's just getting really good life exposure, in my opinion. Shout out today's sponsor, The Mystic Dreamer. She offers spiritual life coaching, oracle readings, and Reiki energy work. If you're interested in healing mind, body, and spirit, she has some awesome solutions. Find her at themysticdreamer.com. There's more details there about her services, her prices, and ways to reach out to her. Text to her or call and leave a message at 940 0-7-0-3-0-7-6-7. And let Stephanie guide you to your personal truth and power. So I want to get into answering some of the questions that I hear a lot about unschooling. The main question is what is the difference between unschooling and homeschooling? Homeschooling is traditional schooling at home. Unschooling is a much more unstructured, self-led way of learning. I also get asked what parameters or benchmarks I set to make sure that my child is on track. The answer is pretty simple. I don't. The only benchmarks that I have are just checking in with him to make sure that he's feeling good, that he's learning, that he's able to maintain a positive attitude about things, and just have a playful spirit. So if I notice that there's something going on in those areas and he's not maintaining a positive attitude and doesn't seem as playful, we will reassess how we are learning and what we're doing. We've had to make a couple pivots already. And it's really just about checking in with your child, making sure that they are getting their emotional needs met, that they are learning about things that will help them in life, just doing chores and helping with cooking and gardening and cleaning. Um, There is general problem solving to be learned in everything that we do. So again, not a lot of parameters and benchmarks. What is our schedule like? So our schedule varies, but what seems to work best for us um, when we can be at home and like in a controlled environment is we wake up early, we will stretch, we will meditate, um, sometimes get in a little home workout, do breakfast, and then we will sit down for focused learning time. That is also my focused work time. So I will get him started on his learning um, if he's working on a curriculum-based thing. I will be involved in that. If he's just reading through a book or coloring or doing some other kind of activity, I will let him do that and then I will do my editing or miscellaneous work for my clients. So that seems to work best. What subjects does he study? So we go periods where he will just be engrossed in one subject and learning about that. But we typically try to do a little bit of math here and there. Even if it's not like a worksheet type thing, we will talk about math or I will present problems to him, real life problems that he can solve involving math. He does reading. We do mindfulness practices. He learns about nutritional eating and nature. That's really at the core of what he spends his time learning about. Aside from that, 
the subjects are whatever he wants them to be. And sometimes we may not even have a name for the subject. You know, sometimes the subject is survival. Sometimes it's how to cook your own food or how to plant a seed and how long it takes to germinate that seed. Learning is everywhere, guys. And I think that a lot of parents and honestly just people in general because of the way our society is set up they think that if you're not sitting down with workbooks or a very structured curriculum in front of you that you're not learning and that is just not the case learning is in everything we do so he is always learning sometimes the learning is emotional regulation when we have a disagreement sometimes he's learning about himself through meditation Sometimes we're learning about time management. And as we go along, there will be other subjects that he wants to study. You know, once his reading is really down pat, I'm sure that the possibilities will open up and there will be opportunities for him to take classes and do workshops and things like that. And that's really what it's all about is just self-guided learning. There are also some questions that have been specifically directed at my son, and I think it would be great to bring him on now to answer those. Okay, so Dre, what are your favorite parts of unschooling? Uh, About how you can have some free time when you need to or when you want to. It's just something good about homeschooling. The thing about homeschooling is that you can do so much. Like, there's so much to do in it. You can learn about math. You can learn about science and other things like mindfulness, yoga, all of that good stuff. And you get to spend more time with family. And you don't have to ask to go outside and play with friends. It's just so nice. Thank you for that. So what do you think is different between homeschooling and unschooling? So, like, what's different about what we do now than what you were doing when you were enrolled in Epic Online? Well, it's just so much. You can do so much more than just doing one activity, going to another it's like you only have four things to do, but now you can do whatever you want. Do whatever you feel like. Do you ever feel like you get bored? Yes. A lot of times you get bored and it's like, oh yeah, I have friends next door that I can play with. So I'm asking my mom, can I go play with them right now? And if she says yes, then I have something to do with some friends next door. It's a good thing though. It is a good thing, isn't it? And so when you get bored, you find your own ways to be stimulated, right? Yes, that's very true. Thank you, Dre. My son is so cute, you guys. So the last question was, how do I think that other families could benefit from unschooling? It's really not even a question of how you could benefit because the benefits are just immeasurable. They really are. Unschooling is not for everyone. It takes a crap ton of self-work. I have to do self-work daily to keep myself in the headspace to be able to manage myself, to be able to take care of a home, to be able to earn an income and make it all sustainable. It is a very tricky balancing act. However, It has been so beneficial for us. Um, We've got closer as a family. It's me and Dre and my daughter, Kaya. We're together every day. We are learning together. We are going through trials together. We are overcoming together. We are cooking together. We are shopping together. We are working together. And it is really just about that togetherness and being here for one another. I wouldn't have it any other way. I really wouldn't. It's also just really good for your kids' morale. 
Um, obviously, this is a case-by-case basis, but for my kid, his confidence has gone through the roof. He doesn't feel like he's having to rise up to these predetermined standards that say, yes, you're gifted and talented, or you're a below-average student. The fact that he doesn't have to measure up to anyone else's standards in itself is so freeing. This is prepping them for life in that they are learning how to learn. Rather than being told what to memorize, they are learning to learn. They are learning to expand their minds and be leaders. They are learning to be free thinkers. They are learning to self-regulate both emotionally and in terms of what they spend their time on. This is just a really great prep for life stuff. And I would like to think that because we are unschooling now, that when my children get older and they become interested in higher education, that they will have the self-motivation and self-regulation skills to do that and to do it well. Before I completely forget, I would also like to address some misconceptions about unschooling between like forums that I've read and just general comments that we've received. I think that there is a perception around unschooling that it's lazy and that it's just anti-knowledge. And that's not true at all. It is not anti-learning. It is actually learning at its most fundamental or in its most natural form. This is deprogramming. This is changing the perspective on how we learn, what we should learn, um, and just holding space for personal and very individualized development. That's what this is. It's about freedom. If you are looking for more resources on this, there are a few books that I would like to recommend. The first one that I read was Dumbing Us Down by John Taylor Gatto. I think I said that the right way. It can be found on Audible, Amazon, and wherever else you find books. Uh, That one was really enlightening for me. There's also Radical Unschooling by Dana Martin and a Facebook group that goes along with that. You can find it under the same name on Facebook. Also, Unschooled by Carrie McDonald and Peter Gray. That's a really good book. And then there is Unschool Yourself First by Mark Beaumont, who is actually a personal friend of mine. We met a couple of years ago, and I told him that I was unschooling my kids, and he was like, man, I've done it for 17 years and actually wrote a book about it. And he is a professional educator. He offers some great insights, so he has perspective from both inside and outside the school system. There's also uh, Radical Unschoolers of Oklahoma, which is a Facebook group that I'm a part of. It's not very big right now. However, there are a lot of like minds there, a lot of parents whose brains you can pick and ask questions, and they will be honest with you about their experience. This was just a very brief overview. If you have deeper questions about this unschooling thing or you would like to hear a follow-up episode where we get into detail about some of the lessons that we've learned and or how we do things, I'm open to doing that. So if you have any questions or comments, just be sure to leave them in the comment section under this podcast episode. And thank you for listening. As always, be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's ramblinghippie.lady. I will share more about my journey there, whether it's unschooling or working in cannabis or just freedom lifestyle and healing. Subscribe to the podcast either through the RSS feed on my website or Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll be back next time with our girl Madison for a fun follow-up to episode three. Thanks, guys.